Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. You know, I mean, I've always been a runner and stuff, and uh, football, it translates to track really, really well, and, you know, I just try and use track as much as I can whenever I'm in my receiver stance, just pushing out like I'm in blocks and stuff, and, you know, just have big, long strides whenever I'm in open field, and then, you know, kind of chop it down a little bit whenever it's a little bit closer, but um, in the 100, my freshman year, I ran 10-8, and that was my fastest time. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go into attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. Just went viral. Right stroke, put a baby in a spiral. Soprano C, we like to keep it on the high note. It's levels to it, you and I know. Tell them be humble. Hold up, sit down. Be humble. Hold up, sit down. Be humble. Sit down. Be humble. Sit down. Be humble. Sit down. Two hours down, one hour to go. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It has been a great wide-open Wednesday, and we appreciate everybody been listening in as we've been discussing uh, all types of things, and it's been great, especially that Johnny Manziel documentary, uh, and talking about all the madness and craziness that went along with that fun stuff. So hopefully we'll have a chance to catch up with Billy Lucci of Texags, who was featured in the special, which was great. So uh, really, uh, really fun thing that's on Netflix. If you haven't had a chance to watch it, be sure to do so, folks. It's really good, and I, if you're coming from a guy that doesn't even like Texas A&M, which I don't. But, and I don't like Johnny Manziel necessarily, but that was incredible. It was great being able to watch it and uh, get a behind-the-scenes look at it all. But either way, uh, it's it's one of the many great Netflix documentaries that have been put on. And let's go ahead and talk more about it as we go to the hotlines and welcome in Billy Lucci of Texags.com, who does a great job covering all things Texas A&M and was featured very predominantly there in the Johnny Manziel documentary. And Billy, my man, it's a, it's good to hear from you. Good to talk with you, and you look great on the tube last night, man. How you doing? Oh, thanks, John. I'm good, man. Been a busy, busy little stretch there the last few days. Things have been, uh, things have been nuts. You know, it started coming out a little at a time, and uh, you know the little the reviews started rolling in long before I watched it. You know, so I, I, we watched it last night at about. Seven text ads we got together, ran out a little theater and watched it. So I was reading everything before I saw it. So it's pretty unique because we recorded that, you know, months ago. I guess it was after the first football game last year where they interviewed me for it. So been excited to see. Was there anything that uh, maybe you thought they could have expanded upon or maybe something that you felt may have been left out of it? Uh, you know, I, I don't think really specifically. I think they could have dove into some stuff a little deeper had they had more time. And I don't know why the hour 10, you know, as opposed to a different amount of time. But I think just if anything, just a little longer. You know, I think that 2013 season was pretty dang interesting. Um, I think, you know, people would wonder, like, a little more about the uh, – the Cleveland stint, but it was just kind of, I mean, I thought it was good. I thought it was really well done. I don't know 
I think in those type things, it's always better. And I don't know much about it. Hmm. It's always better to be shorter than longer. I think you, you, you leave people going, man, I could have watched that for another hour as opposed to saying it drug on too far. I mean, I think they tackle the most important stuff in, in that amount of time to let them get a really, really clear picture of kind of the madness and, and kind of its effect on him both then and, and even to this day. Yeah, it was it was fascinating to see miss a lot of the things that maybe most people didn't know about outside of what was going on. But you've been covering Texas A&M and and talking about Texas A&M for a long time. Uh, did you were you aware of all the things that were mentioned, or at least most of the things mentioned that were going on behind the scenes when Manziel was there on campus, or were there some things that you even learned about that you weren't even realizing once the documentary came out? Not too much now, but. I learned a lot after the fact there in 2012 and 13. I was aware of a lot just in terms of the the running around part and you know how it was always going at 110 miles an hour and no seat belt and it was just you know I was aware of the circuit and I knew some you know a lot of the difficulties in terms of reining him in you know, when he would be gone the whole summer prior to uh, his sophomore year. Just how, you know, reckless he was. <clears throat> as far as the the autograph stuff, that all came out about the same time everybody else found out about it, as far as I knew. And, uh, you know, then, then I started paying attention to that a lot more closely in terms of the NCA investigation. Because to me... From where I sat, there was a story to, to chase. And I wanted to get as little of that from Johnny as possible. Like, I didn't want to. We had a good relationship at that time. We you know, have become kind of like got a little, you know, a little brother feel to him, you know, for me. We've known each other now for like 12 years. And I think he knew even beforehand, you know, how recruits are nowadays. That you're looking at A&M, Arkansas, or Texas, and they're on all the websites. And so there was that kind of familiarity with me when we got here, and then we just bonded, you know. And uh, we're different in a lot of ways. We're like-minded in a lot of ways. And I think I, to me, it's interesting that myself and Cliff were in that. We always felt like we were kind of in that in-between stage where we weren't as you know, buddies he's running around with, or high school or college buddies, but we also weren't. Uh, Cliff at the time was his OC, his quarterback coach, more so than, uh, you know, like what Kevin Sumlin would be, or an athletic director, or his dad, you know, these authority figures, especially since Cliff was only there one season and then gone. I know they're still really close to this day as well, but no, like when it came to that stuff, I felt like there was a story there, kind of just like I had just come off covering the realignment thing, and I wanted to find out as much as I could about that investigation and the punishment of it without dragging him in, or you know dragging him in and kind of relying on that, which is funny because I found out about that suspension, and I didn't believe after all of that, you know, months of that that this guy's going to be suspended for a half a game against Rice. It just didn't sound <laughs> like I'd never heard anything like it. It made no sense. I've heard a half-game suspension from coaches, but not the NCAA. <laughs> uh, not especially, you know, I remember seeing him one day, and uh, there was a couple of national sports media people that were in town. We went, you know, after dinner to go have a drink, and sitting down, and Johnny and his friends walked up and he, yeah, I just met. Did you hear it when? I said, not yet. And I killed it. And I like, you know, kind of like the same thing said about that workout, but that was meeting with the NCA for eight hours. He was like, oh, it went great. Fun. It's like, it's going to be fun. And I'm going, nah, there's no way. Because by then, you know, you'd heard enough to know that he was signing stuff and going around and, you know, doing all this stuff. And you thought, for sure, there's no way. And I, he calls me one day. He goes, "When are you going to release this stuff?" 
And I said, oh, man. He goes, well, I'm sitting in my house waiting on this thing to be on the scroll. When are you going to fire off that tweet? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I know what it is, and I don't believe it. I said, I'm going to send this out, because I had got wind of it, not even from the A&M side. And I said, I'm going to put this out. And if it is false in any way, I said, I need you to call me within 20 seconds when you hit post, so get ready. <laughs> I posted it. <laughs> And the whole world ran with it, and I was like, gosh. He didn't text me back or call me, so I said, it must be accurate info. I just sat and went with it, because I just didn't want him to have to say it. Uh, I was just going, it just felt so weird, the half game, because that's my favorite part of the whole thing, was that it was a half game suspension, right? Billiness. So the story that came out of that, Billy, was that, and, and this took off where everybody picked it up, that Johnny Manziel's family, they, they had oil money. And that's where the money was coming in. It wasn't about signing autographs. And so they, they were able to spin it a certain way. And, of course, if you watch the documentary, you know differently than that. So when did you actually find out, you know, that there wasn't that whole story about the family money and uh, and what was going on there, because you were close to it. I found out last night hmm. at 7, about, I started at 7, about 7.45 last night, I found that out. That's one thing I did not know. I did know that I always just thought somewhere along the way, because they knew that his, you know, I knew his grandfather had had oil money, had oil money, but I didn't, I knew that Johnny... You know, and in his family, his parents, like they're hardworking people. You know, it wasn't it wasn't what people painted it out to be. They are much more down to earth, hardworking people than what I was reading in terms of. You know, you just see the word, the two words, oil money, and everybody immediately assumes generational wealth and nobody has to work, and this kid's getting you know, tens of thousands into his bank account every month to do nothing but sit there and party. And, you know, it, I knew that wasn't true. I knew that wasn't even close to true. Uh, what I didn't know is I had no idea what, what Nate said during that video that they had kind of concocted that. I just always knew it wasn't, it wasn't accurate, the picture they were painting of him. Even to this day, probably right up until last night, people would, always say, you know, when they'd want to talk about Johnny, like, how much money does he make now? What does he do for money? He doesn't really have to, though. His family's got oil money, right? Like, he never has to work. And I'm just going, no, that's not... I don't care how much somebody's family or how much somebody makes. I just knew that that was some type of an exaggeration always. I just didn't know that they had started that. That was what... I, I didn't know to the point that I heard it. I was like, is that really true? But I guess it was. <laughs> well, and something we talked about, Billy, and I'm sure you could speak a lot to it, is there, at least not that I can remember, an athlete in college sports that was able to go from, you know, nobody knowing who he was, of course, and having the great year, but then even transcending it. He was hanging out with big-time celebrities. He was at NBA games courtside. You know, Drake was around. Like, no college athlete, no matter how great they've been, have really been able to do something like that. And there it was at Texas A&M and College Station. So what did the impact have on that for the fans, for those part of Texas A&M, just having a lot of this national celebrity TMZ-type attention where normally they never would have anything like that because, let's be honest, most college campuses wouldn't have anything like that. Yeah, no, you can go over the years. It's just a town on a very short, you know, there's not very many. You think USC would... Bush and Liner, Pete Carroll, you think of the U going all the way back. Um, you know, t- Texas has McConaughey, but they hadn't had that. It's it just been, it's not often you see that an athlete with that much attention. Or, you know, I remember, you know, Drake posted Twitter pictures of him and his buddies all wearing AM, two number two jerseys. and you know, and it wasn't just him. It was every, you know, LeBron. And it was, there was so much. I, I just can remember. So I met, when he got done playing his first year in the NFL, 
that's when you know that that off season he says well, let's go you know we went and did some traveling together just a, a three or four of us uh and just some of the people that would come up to him whether it was in san diego and he was training uh with george whitfield or whether it was in la or uh toronto and it was just wild the red sox game just some of the people that would approach him, you know, and not the other way around. And, and we just kind of got a glimpse into it. And I'm sitting here going, this kid was doing this. He's been doing this for the last two years while playing college football. And, and, and it started when he was 19 years old. Like, it just, that's when you really get an idea of going, gosh, I don't think anyone could have kept it on the rail at that age. Uh, not to mention, you throw in the fact that he had money from what he was doing. Uh, I don't see how anyone could have kept it on the rails. And it was that social media mixed in with his celebrity exploding at a certain period of time. And that's why I said those two passes against Bama there in the fourth quarter and it looked like Bama was going to come back and win changed his life. But he doesn't win the Heisman without that. He wins that Heisman. You know, his, his ascent, you know, in terms of being a sports star was like meteoric from, let's say, that Scooby-Doo costume <laughs> through that Heisman win through that Cotton Bowl. And then, for, you know, that like four weeks on, he was just, he it, it really was like a rock star. And everywhere he went, he was still, you know, 20. He's like 20 years old. So it was, that was, I think, too much, too quickly. You see it in a lot of different things besides sports, but social media propelled that and it gave him access to all these people and gave those people access to him. Uh, again, you see it in, in music a lot. You see it in entertainment, like with young actors and stuff. And it was like that much that it definitely, you know, in some ways, there are points in time where I'll tell you he did a good job of. Oh, not a good job, but I'm just sitting there going, I'm surprised he survived it because you've seen it eat people up in other uh, in other avenues, especially when you're involved in you know alcohol and drugs. So it was, you know, I think particularly when you talk about that time when he was out in LA after he played, you know, he was truly living uh, that whatever rock star Hollywood A-list lifestyle uh, but doing so also with a hell of a lot of regret and almost like you know say self-loathing or whatever so those were kind of dark that was a dark period for him the good news is I mean you know if I if I told you where he was like five years ago versus today and five years ago I said hey five years from now he's going to be here and you would never have believed it so he, he's done a hell of a job of of uh you know, picking things back up and kind of getting back up and saying, all right, we're going to, we got a long journey ahead of us, but I'm ready to get it started. Billy, something that stood out was uh, before Manziel exploded on the scene, Cliff Kingsbury told you at one time that he was the guy. So take us back to that time, the quarterback competition that was going on and some of the other players that were involved in it. And prior to Cliff Kingsbury telling you that, did you have a sense that there was another quarterback that, that may have been emerging from what you saw before hearing from Cliff Kingsbury? Well, Jameel Showers was, if you go out and watch him, and he ended up playing safety, ironically enough, with Dallas Cowboys for a few years. And he was a hell of an athlete, Jameel. Great, great dude. Like, if Jameel Showers, if you watch him throw a football, not just against Johnny, but against anyone. That dude could sling it. And he was built, and he was strong, and he was a very smart guy. He had been in Mike Sherman's system for a minute. Had Mike Sherman not been fired, Johnny and I were joking about this today, because he was like, Jamil probably would have been really hard to beat out Mike Sherman's pro-style offense. Um, and certainly Johnny if he wasn't in any trouble, would have had a hard time winning that battle. Uh, Cliff just had come off at U of H, and they were coaching 
you know, Case Keenum there, and they love Case, and he see all these years later, you can still see why. But, the, you know, he just says, like, Case. And Case had to win a battle. Like, when they got there, I think under Bryles the year before, they were going two quarterbacks. And they got there, and it was basically like, okay, Keenum, dude. And he said, he told me that story. He said, but it was like, Case, Johnny has all those intangibles, and once he starts playing, there's no looking back. And they just said he's just got that it about him, that dog about him that you, that you love to coach and that's going to win you games. And it's what we need going in the SEC. And the dude gets rid of the football. He either takes off and runs or he gets rid of He's decisive. And they just, he was basically like, he's the guy that's going to win us games. He's our best option to win a bunch. But he's got to win that job in front of the team because Jamil is a guy that can throw and he does really well in practice and does everything right. And we're not just giving it to him. But I don't think there was any doubt in Cliff's mind what was ultimately going to happen. They just couldn't bestow it on him until until everybody on you know on that in that locker room knew it was the right thing to do. Well, Billy, hey man, before we let you get out of here, this is a question. I don't know, maybe you and Johnny have actually talked about it, but say if Johnny Manziel entered into college football now at Texas A and M with NIL, with uh, all the transfer portal, with all the stuff that's going on, do you think that it would have been the same type of scenario where? he would have had the same success? Or do you think that there would have been a lot more coming in his way to where it could have changed his entire outlook and in his entire career as a college football player? Goodness. That's, that's hard to say. I, you know, I think he would have stayed another year in college station. I do think that. But I think it would have been... I mean, man, back then, imagine the leverage he would have. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... Well, Alabama wants me. They need a quarterback. They don't love Jalen Milrow or, or Ty Simpson. I just can't imagine that that walking back in and saying, "Hey, Bama wants me," and they that his word is, "I can get this much a year." And A&M couldn't let him leave, so then he gets that much. To I mean, it would have been just. In some ways, it's probably best he wasn't there during NIL. But at the same time. You do wish for as much money as he generated for A and M at that time that he could have been getting compensated without having to uh, run and hide from it. And, and no matter how much he was compensated through signings or things like that, there's been speculation you've read over the years, but if there, it still would pale in comparison to what he could have do today legally through NIL. Yeah, it's fun to think about, that's for sure. Hey, Billy, man, hey, we really appreciate you coming on. Great stuff on the documentary, really fascinating things, man. If you, have, if you haven't seen it, they're in the audience. Go check it out on Netflix it's about Johnny Manziel. And I uh, appreciate you coming on and talking a lot more about it, man. It was great, and uh, look forward to catching up with you some other time later down the road. All right, thanks a lot. All right, appreciate it. Again, that's Billy Lucci of TechSags.com joining us here on the hotline. And it's uh, another reason why I want to get Billy on is because you know, he's actually got like a – personal friendship with with johnny manzel so i mean you probably just talked to him yesterday yeah it's probably probably was a pretty good friend to have too uh, 10 years ago you know like getting into the coolest places and hanging out with him so uh but yeah it it was again never going to see somebody like that again in college sports at least i don't think so uh to that level and being able to do it before nil was cool (laughs) just the amount of money you make and i forgot about the oil the oil money you know the oil family stuff too just great stuff anyways we appreciate billy lucci joining us we're gonna take a break when we come back we will have some more to talk about from razorback fall camp got some audio want to play from kenny guyton the wide receiver coach and we'll keep it moving in the third hour of out of bounds next so stay with us For interior, exterior, commercial, and residential painting, hire the pros at Serta Pro Painters. Get your free estimate at SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. This is SportsCenter. Arkansas football fall camp continued yesterday. It was the wide receiver's turn to speak to the media. Wide receiver coach Kenny Guyton talked about what he's seeing from the defensive backs and wide receivers. These DBs right now, I mean, it, it, is, it is iron sharp and iron. 
we're going to work in everything we do. I mean, first thing we do is start group work. I mean, we're doing two-on-two, one-on-ones, half-line pads, and, I mean, you just feel it. It gets the competitive nature just turns up right away, and guys are going at it, you know, and it's not about a bunch of talking either. It's just guys going to work, guys getting better. Arkansas will get their first day off of fall camp today. They'll return to action tomorrow. And the Arkansas Travelers lost to the Midland Rockhounds 16-4 to last night. They'll be back at it again at 6.30. Coverage can be heard on 106.7 Buzz 2. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Erectile dysfunction is a very serious medical issue. It affects over 60% of men over 45. This can be caused from low testosterone, high blood pressure, diabetes, prostate issues, and high cholesterol. The staff at the Little Rock Men's Clinic are specialists in treating these issues. Our medical specialists will determine your specific problem and develop a treatment plan for your specific needs. Our treatments have helped thousands of men with a 96% success rate. Call the Little Rock Men's Clinic at 501-382-9516. For August, our office visit it is only $79. That includes your exam, blood work, and testos. If our specialist can't prove to you that the treatment works, your office visit is absolutely free. I am 58 years old, I have more energy, and I am performing like I am 21 again. I feel amazing. Come to the Little Rock Men's Clinic. We treat low T, ED, Peyronie's disease, and offer a male enhancement procedure. Call the Little Rock Men's Clinic at 501-382-9516. That's 501-382-9516. Or visit littlerockmensclinic.com. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. Sometimes you just gotta have some wings. And with buffalo, barbecue, teriyaki, Cajun buffalo, lemon honey, garlic parmesan, mango habanero, lemon pepper, pineapple habanero, honey hot, and Brewskies Reaper, you know where to find them. Brewskies, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. It's Whiskey Wednesdays at Brewskies and Poker Night. Two games nightly, first game at 7 p.m., cash prizes and whiskey specials all day. Whiskey Wednesday and Poker Night, Wednesday at Brewskies. Look, I get it. We all receive a lot of messages and calls. But when you're driving, they can wait. Slow down, phone down. Work zone crashes have increased by 70% in Arkansas over the last four years. Law enforcement officers are patrolling work zones with zero tolerance for speeding or distracted drivers. When you enter a work zone, remember, slow down, phone down. It's the law. A message from the Arkansas Department of Transportation and the Arkansas Highway Safety Office. It's Justin Acre for CertiPro Painters. We're all getting ready for summer, and if you want to spruce up your home for summer, CertiPro Painters could be the answer you're looking for. Each CertiPro Painters business is independently owned and operated. Schedule your free estimate at CertiPro.com. That's Certa with a C. If you're thinking about getting a paint job done for the interior or exterior of your home, you need to hurry up and get on the schedule soon because it's filling up quickly. So plan for your next project. You'll be happy you did. Cleanliness, thoughtfulness, and attention to detail. You'll get all of it with my friends at CertiPro Painters. So get them scheduled for your project today. Shh. <laughs> Hear that? That's what fun sounds like. Want to know what fun looks like? Then check out Cupid's Lingerie with eight Arkansas locations, including three in Little Rock. Cupid's is a boutique specializing in all things pleasure and play. From lingerie to, well, everything you can imagine and more. Visit shopcupids.com today and treat someone special to something special from Cupid's. Enjoy. <laughs> Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm Wes Moore. Coming up Thursday in the zone, we'll talk some NFL football. Two preseason games Thursday night, including the Texans and Patriots. We'll talk about that game and much more. Plus, Barrett Salee joins us at 11.30. We can talk about realignment and SEC football. And we got Chris Alley with the Average Guy Movie Review. Thanks to Rock and Roll Sushi. All that and a whole lot more. Coming up Thursday in the zone. It's where sports and entertainment come crashing together. Check out Hogs Meat Market's monthly specials and meat packages at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. We might run into some chop. Chop? We could handle chop, right? I mean, it's a 170-foot yacht. No, no, no. We're not going anywhere unless he says it's safe. All right? Don't safe. worry about it's the safe. shop. You don't know about shop. Oh, really? And you do? Chop your credit card in half. How about that? On 1037 The Buzz.
out of bounds, folks. Starting to cool off a little bit outside. I know the rain has definitely helped that, but starting to feel a lot better than what it did last week. So why not drive a little bit better than what you did last week with Guatney Chevrolet? They have so many great deals going on from different vehicles to choose from, and you've been missing out if you haven't been over there recently on the Gregory off the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Because, listen, Chevrolet vehicles is the way to go, especially in this day and age. And Silverado's something that I personally drive. There's a reason why I chose it. It's because it's the best truck out there, and it drives like a dream. And the only place I wanted to get it from is Guatney Chevrolet, and I have not looked back, and you won't either. So head over there to Guatney Chevrolet. You can see all the different inventory that they have to choose from. Not only their great new vehicles, like the Chevy Silverado, but also pre-owned inventory that are good enough for mom, as they say. But, you know, if you're not a truck person, that's fine, because they got brand-new Malibus over there. You're not a Malibu person. That's fine. They got Tahoes over there. So no matter what your need may be when it comes to the car buying experience, Guani Chevrolet is going to have you covered. Visit them today at 1301 TP White Drive. And if you can't get over there today, that's okay because their website, GuaniChevrolet.com, they can also help you look at all the inventory that they have to choose from. And it's, it's good. It's good on the website. But see them in person. It always means a little bit more. So check them out again today at Guani Chevrolet and Guani Chevrolet. Dot com. Again, appreciate Billy Lucci joining us in the previous segment, talking a little bit about the Johnny Manziel documentary. In fact, uh, we had this question on Twitter. This one's coming in from Hog Follower. That's what his name is. Or Hog, yeah, Hog Follower. He says, uh, guys, enjoyed the Johnny Manziel documentary last night, even though I didn't like Johnny Manziel. However, I'm curious if you guys could choose one other college athlete to have a documentary like that on, who would it be? Ooh. That's uh, uh I you know like per- a lot personally, personally, Cam Newton. I'd like to know what went on during that whole time with his time at Auburn. I don't no, know. We know what went on. I mean, we know what went on, but just to hear more of the details of what went on, I think that would be pretty fascinating to know about the hey, because here's the thing: like Manziel had some stuff going on in the year, but like Cam Newton's deal was like in the in the middle of the season where they're trying to win a national championship and he's trying to win the Heisman is when the stuff comes out or starts getting accused of it and he had to sit out for a second. and like It was really weird, but I think that that documentary would be fascinating to know the details of what went on behind the scenes. So that's why I say, I say Cam Newton. I think one, um, and it wouldn't be on one person, but it'd be more of a situation with the Alabama quarterback situation with Jalen Hurts and Tua. I think that'd be worth looking into. And then even if you wanted to look at Ohio State when they were making a championship run, and they kept having quarterbacks get hurt along the way. Kind of, you know, some insight into that and see how it all played out. Yeah, that one. Because well, who were the three quarterbacks? It was, uh, it was Boyd. Was it was it Latin? Not Boyd. Was the last name? Uh, it's Cardell Jones. Cardell Jones he was, was the one. one that ended up winning the national championship. He was the quarterback that started. And that's right to win, but he was third string. Yeah, and then they took on Alabama that year too in the semifinals of the college football playoff, because that was the first year of the college football playoff. And if I remember correctly, Ohio State barely got in. Like, there was, they had to have somebody else lose the week before for them to get that fourth spot. Right. And so, how? and, and again, it goes back to why the playoff format is important, because if it would have been the old format, Ohio State wouldn't even have had a chance to win a national championship, barely got in at four teams, and ended up not only winning it, but winning it pretty convincingly. Like they yeah, beat both, yeah, they did. Because they beat Marcus Mariota in the championship game with Oregon, if I'm not mistaken. So, and I think Bama beat Florida State in that one with Jameis. A lot of star power in that uh, college football playoff that year. I think it was also... That was good for the first year. Yeah, I think it was Blake Sims maybe in the quarterback for Bama before Jacob Coker, something like that. But, uh, yeah, uh, we got some people texting in on the Southern Structural Solution text line. Uh, people are saying Tim Tebow would be an awesome documentary to see uh, to see that, which I feel like they've done. They've surely. done some of it, yeah. yeah maybe not Got, to, gotten into the story. Uh, this is a great one from the five hundred one uh, or Jeff and Heaver Springs, I should say. He says, "How about a documentary on Reggie Bush? That'd be outstanding. That'd be great to know also what went on behind the scenes with his whole thing of uh, getting the Heisman taken away, which is still uh, ridiculous and needs to be returned, but." I would watch that one. And then see what's going on today and kind of the thought process of what what he felt then and what he's feeling now as far as that Heisman Trophy. Yeah, I'd be I'd be watching that one for sure. I always liked Reggie Bush, and I think he deserved better than what he got. Uh, I do want to play this clip, though, real quick about Kenny Guyton. We were talking about the wide receivers, and 
I think one of the things that wide receiver coaches or wide receivers in general can speak on is about the secondary of players of, okay, so how much better is this? When you go up against these guys each and every day, how is it going? Is it improved? Is it more aggressive? Well, here's what Kenny Guyton had to say about the wide receivers versus the defensive backs and how it's going right now for the Razorback football team in practice. These DBs right now, I mean, it, it is it is iron sharp and iron. I mean, it is. We're going to work in everything we do. I mean, first thing we do start. I mean, to start group work. I mean, we're doing two on two, one on ones, half line pass, and I mean, you just feel it. It gets. The competitive nature just turns up right away, and guys are going at it, you know. And it's not about a bunch of talking either. It's just guys going to work, guys getting better through reps, and, you know, we win some, we lose some. And I love it that way because we got to understand that, hey, we want them to be good on that other side as well. Um, Dwight Nudie, I tell the guys all the time, he's just a smart guy, man. He is. He understands the, the game. I mean, he sees a certain split. And he's like, okay, these are the two or three routes you can run from that split. He sees you looking inside, looking around, alert motion, alert motion. It's like, Nudie, how you knew that was coming? But he's just one of those kind of guys that just understands the game and uh, very instinctive, very instinctive. And um, excited to see these DBs as well because, like I say, every day, man, I'm teaching how to combat what they're doing, and they come back with something different. And so every day it's like a chess match where we're going back and forth, and uh, you can see the the growth in those guys from spring ball, um, the new guys that's in there. You can see the what they bring to the table, and it's just it's a different feel. It's a different feel. So it's kind of nice to hear that from from Coach Guyton, who obviously gets to see a lot of it, but knowing that the aggression that keeps coming with it and trying to improve, and uh, knowing the battles that they're having again, it could mean one thing, it could not mean anything, but uh, at least someone who is able to see it and compare to what it was last year to this year, uh, he sees that there's just at least pretty big differences where you have a lot of new players on both sides of the secondary and also with the wide receiver room too. Yeah, there's so much change going on, and that's why the competition ramps up on both sides for the units themselves, but also against each other. Yeah, I, I think that if that's any indication of how good it could be this year for out of practice, which, of course, no one's going to really say anything negative. You know, it's not going to be like, oh, well, you know, we're killing the defensive backs because they're awful. You know, he's not going to come out and say that. It's just a matter of what they say and how they say it that could uh, at least give you an idea of what it's going to be like. Now, they may do that in-house, true, but, yeah, they're not going to let it out for <laughs> yeah. the public to know. They're not going to tell it uh, in the media or anybody like that. And uh, also a few other texts that we got in our Southern Structural Text, uh, Southern, Structu- Southern Structural Solution text line. There's only three S's there. I can say it. Uh, about the documentary uh, from the 501 says Eric Dickerson would be a good one. Yeah, basically just take anyone that was and w- had the NIL, or not NIL at the time, but just had money pre surrounding NIL. Them. Yeah, pre-NIL. <laughs> have someone like there. Because I even think like uh, Hugh Freeze, the Ole Miss situation. Oh, yeah. That would be great. And then uh, 479 wants to ruin everything because he says a documentary on Chad Morris at Arkansas would be great. No one wants to watch that. No one wants to see that. It wasn't even interesting, even though it's as horrible as it was. Like, horrible things can be interesting. That's not even interesting. They were just bad. So, no, I will. I, don't, I would never vote for that. Only people that. that would want to see that would be outside of Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Or people that should really love seeing Arkansas suffer. Like, those, those people would love, love to see that. Uh, also from 501 says Lane Kiffin. Another great one. Do the Lane Kiffin thing with not only his time at the Raiders, but then getting left on the tarmac at USC. Oh, yeah. Have those. Those would be great. So we're up against it. Final break and final segment. Three and out coming up next. So stay with us. Your change can help families of hospitalized children at Ronald McDonald House. Just ask to round up for RMHC when you place your order anytime you're at McDonald's. This way, families of critically ill children can stay at Ronald McDonald House at no cost while their child is receiving life-saving care at a local hospital. All of that change stays right here in Little Rock. So next time you're at McDonald's, ask to round up to RMHC, and you'll be leaving with so much more than just a meal. Greatness doesn't happen overnight. It takes time, focus, and dedication. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that because we've put in the hard work and dedication for decades. And that commitment has paid off with award-winning customer service for your auto, home, and life insurance. 
See Gary Elmore in Lone Oak, Todd Matthews in Benton, or Lawrence Forrester in Cabot today. Does your knee pain keep getting worse? How about that pain in your shoulder or your hip, maybe even your back? Don't let them tell you steroids and surgery are your only options. Take my advice and call my friends over at QC Kinetics. Hey everybody, it's RJ Hawk. QC Kinetics can make that pain go away with all-natural advanced regenerative medicine. They're helping people all over Central Arkansas every single day with this amazing natural treatments that restore and repair damaged tissue. It's just like turning back the clock. Regenerative medicine uses a concentrated healing agent from your own body to stimulate that damaged tissue in your joints so that they'll work like they're supposed to. And there's zero downtime. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in this exciting medical breakthrough. Patients are getting real lasting relief and are saying no to surgery and no to drugs. And the consultation is free. Call QC Kinetics today at 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. Big O Tires knows it's frustrating to jump through hoops. We hate them as much as you do. So we're bringing back our buy three, get one free sale. At Big O, we legitimately give you a free tire. We don't mark it up. We don't make you mail in a rebate. You honestly get a free tire. No hoops. Buy three, get one free. At the Big O Tire stores in Conway and Cabot. We have something for every vehicle. So save money today and get tight, service, straight talk at the Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot. River Valley Tractor, your leading Kubota dealer of Central Arkansas. River Valley Tractor is closer than you think. A company that cares for you is right around the corner. RiverValleyTractor.com. With five great locations to better serve you, visit River Valley Tractor in Bryant, Sherwood, Conway, Russellville, or Pine Bluff today, or find them at RiverValleyTractor.com. Work smarter, not harder, with River Valley Tractor. River Valley Tractor, closer than you think. David Dunn here with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. We're the area's largest and highest rated independent diesel repair facility for all makes and models. From transmissions and brakes to suspensions and engine repair. If you're tired of high dealership prices and long wait times, come see what family owned and locally operated really means. Expert technicians and the latest computer diagnostics will get your equipment back on the road fast. Take the England exit on I-440 to Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer, 568-2185. That's Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Have questions about retirement, investments, or your money? Call our financial hotline. Dial 501-381-5228 and leave a voicemail with your specific financial question and our experts will answer it on the Get Ready for the Future show Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. Get your financial questions answered by the pros. 501-381-5228. Call now. Securities offered through LPL Financial Member FINRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through Independent Advisor Alliance. Independent Advisor Alliance and Genwell Financial Advisors are separate entities from LPL Financial. Same great deals, all new location for Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock at 3901 JFK Boulevard. Call them today at 501-758-7700 for all their specials at Hogs Meat Market. The Steak People. Their time is done. It's over. Over? Did you say over? Nonsense. I've not yet begun to defile myself. Call Kenny Loggins because you're in the danger zone. I play real sports. I'm trying to be the best at exercising. It's time for three and out. It's been three hours and we are... Boom. Out of here. All right, it is time for three and out. A few headlines, a few storylines, a few things that we got to dive into... Uh, a few things, though, like, for instance, I thought was pretty cool with uh, the Kevin Brown story. We were talking about the Orioles broadcaster yesterday. I uh, had a, a cool moment where a chant broke out there in Baltimore uh, chanting, Free Kevin Brown. Free Kevin Brown. And uh, it's amazing to see, like, the, the whole ordeal about how ridiculous it was. Hopefully the Orioles organization learned their lesson. I still think it's the weirdest thing that I've ever seen someone get removed from the Air Force. Of just not again. I can understand if he was like, you know, this team has been awful. They have been terrible, and I kept going on. But simply just stating the fact that they just struggled against the Rays, it was good to see that he got the support and everyone's rallying around him. So cool little moment though yesterday when they started chanting his name in the stadium. 
Ohio State AD Gene Smith is retiring after the 23-24 academic season. And here's Gene Smith talking about his retirement upcoming. The changes in the industry is not what caused me to say I needed to step away. Um, I just have always felt, and my mentors have always said, you will know when it's time. You'll know. And uh, this summer, Sheena and I sat down, and, and we, she was asking me a million questions, and I just said, uh, it's time. You know, and I do believe that. What I said is, uh, uh, there's the right time for certain leaders at right the right time of an institution. And I, I really believe with this presidential change, which will be highly positive, whoever they hire gives her or him the opportunity to hire their leader and make a run and build on what uh, these coaches and staff and student-athletes have already done. So Ohio State going through changes with the president, now the AD, and, of course, with the conference and the Big Ten with the additions to that. So uh, a lot of change going on at Ohio State. And even recently, even the commissioner of Big Ten, right? Because Kevin Warren went to – is it with the Bears? He's with the Bears. That's right. So even the changes there in the conference, too, as far as the commissioner goes. Uh, it was announced yesterday. Now, we are all about Bet Saracen here. We love Bet Saracen, the Bet Saracen app. If you haven't downloaded it, make sure to do so. But, uh, you know, this is crazy for ESPN announcing that they are launching a branded sports book with Penn Entertainment. Now, if that makes you think, like I've heard Penn Entertainment before, that's the company that's been a part of Barstool Sports for so long. And it was quite a, I wouldn't say a shock, but pretty surprising because people were trying to put two and two together. And they're going to rebrand the current sports book as, uh, from Barstool Sports and relaunch it as ESPN Bet, effective this fall. And it's in, licensed in 16 U.S. states. Uh, Arkansas is not one of them because, again, we have Bet Saracen. We don't need anybody else. But what was interesting about this is not only, you know, you have movements in sports gambling, which we know is very apparent, but throwing in the fact of, you know, when Barstool was doing it, Dave Portnoy, the owner of Barstool, allowed his employees to bet using the Barstool app. Yeah, yeah, bet bet on whatever you want. So is ESPN going to allow their employees to bet on sporting events? Are they going to allow the analysts, the, the insiders to bet on it? Like, I mean, Adam Schefter, what if he knows something nobody else does? Is he going to be able to bet on it? Don't really know. It hasn't been a statement made, but that'll be fascinating to see how they handle that. But pretty big news in the sports gambling side of things for ESPN as they've taken over Penn Entertainment's Barstool Sports Betting app. Lionel Messi, even though we've seen him playing for Inter Miami, he hasn't played an official game in MLS. They've been competing in League's Cup, and so with them continuing to win games, then his MLS debut actually is going to be postponed because the, the first uh, match was supposed to take place on August 20th against Charlotte FC. Well, they happen to be playing Charlotte FC on August 11th, this Friday coming up, in League's Cup. And then the winner of that match will, uh, on August 19th, will be playing in either a League's Cup final or a third-place match. So they didn't want to have these two teams match up the next day. So Lionel Messi, even though he's been playing there in Miami, he hasn't made his official... MLS debut, which it could be put off until about August 26th, it looks like. So the Philadelphia Phillies had a particular fan that uh, was nabbed by security and arrested for stealing an item there as part of the stadium that he just claimed to have found. He didn't steal it, he just found it. And what he was trying to make up with, or make off with was a bucket, an entire literal bucket of frozen water ice. Do you know what frozen water ice is, Joe? It's ice. But see, I, I thought that too, because I'm like, why are they wording that so weird? Like, what does that mean? Well, come to find out after doing some of the Googling, apparently it's Italian ice. It's the same thing as Italian ice, but they call it water ice, frozen water ice, which I'm like, if it's frozen, then isn't it ice? Why are you using both words? So anyways, not just the story, the fact that he stole it and got arrested for it. I didn't even know that was a thing that they called it frozen water ice. It seems so redundant. But I learned something new that, yes, it's pretty much the same thing uh, as uh, uh, water ice. Or, and also, it's a Philadelphia thing because apparently it's uh, on American soil. Granita is known as Italian ice, specifically in Philadelphia as water ice. So they're the ones that started. That's why they call it. So if you go up there to Philadelphia and you see something called water ice, just know it's the same thing as Italian ice. Top earners on OnlyFans. Uh, we'll look at the top six. So we're going to look at what their subscription fee is and what they're actually earning per month. Erica Mena comes in at number six 
and subscription fee per month is twenty five ninety nine. She's raking in four point four mil a month. God bless America. Mia Khalifa twelve ninety nine a month, and she's bringing in six point four mil a month. Now the only guy that's in the top six, Tiger. Tiger is uh, bringing in seven point six nine mil per month, and subscription fee is twenty dollars per month. Cardi B subscription fee is only four ninety nine a month, and she's bringing in nine point four mil a month. Bella Thorne comes in at number two. Her subscription is free, and she's bringing in eleven mil a month. And then number one, Black China. Subscription fee, nineteen ninety nine a month. She's bringing in twenty mil a month. So you're telling me of the top three, two and three have the cheapest subscription cost or no subscription cost whatsoever, and yep. they're the ones that's making second and third most money. Exactly. So it's not just about the pricing, folks. It's about the content itself and what people are willing to pay for. That's absurd. But hey, good living for them. Uh, so this is uh, something that was a highly debated topic. Uh, on the sports scene, and I didn't realize it was. When you think of a tennis ball, what color would you say a tennis ball is? Yellow. Well, apparently, 44% of the United States would consider the tennis ball green. I've always thought it was yellow. I would say it's yellow. But 43% of America says, no, it's green. Hmm. I don't understand it. Maybe we all got... It's one of those deals that, like the memes that would look different for each and every person. I don't know, but... I guess that's uh, another thing they're going to debate on first take in the morning, the color of a tennis ball. There were a few people that bought what they thought were poodles in Brazil, and they paid $150 for these poodles. Well, they turned out to be rodents that were pumped up with steroids. So there's been a big controversy about this where they made these rodents look like poodles, made them look like dogs. And if you see the pic side by side, you can see why somebody would be fooled by that. I mean, they look pretty identical to me over here, but, yeah, jeez. Uh, did you watch ever shows with uh, subtitles, movies, anything? No, no, I always turn them off. Yeah, well, see, two-thirds of the United States apparently watches shows with subtitles at least somewhat frequently. The so. documentary last night with Johnny Manziel kept trying to turn them off, and they kept <laughs> popping up. Yeah, I guess they're just trying to force it since everybody loves them, but not everybody does. They're still leaving out for the third of people that just want to watch it normally. Appreciate everybody listening in Out of Bounds today. For Joe Franklin, I am John Neighbors. Same sports show, same sports channel tomorrow afternoon. Stay tuned, folks. we got Drive Time Sports coming up next. Do you hear that? Asthma triggers are everywhere, from dust mites, pet dander, and pollen, to smog and smoke. An asthma attack can strike anywhere, anytime. Be prepared with quick-acting primatine mist, clinically proven to open airways quickly. It's the number one FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over-the-counter. Primatine mist. Breathe easy again.